0: Welcome everyone to House on Fire, and Austin Oaks Church Parenting Podcast, where we talk about all things parenting for every phase. Our desire is to help you raise the next generation of believers to be simply about Jesus. And today we have Brian and Lisa on with us. How are you guys doing?
1: We're doing great. How are you? Fantastic.
0: Good, good. Thanks. I'm super glad you guys were able to come on and make it happen and mm-hmm. crazy excited. So uh, tell us a little bit about you guys yourselves.
2: All right. Brian, you go first. All right. Uh, my name is Brian. Uh, we are originally from Iowa. Born and raised in small towns.
0: How, how small, small?
2: Um, so I grew up in the country, rural gravel road, right? And then the town, I guess, closest would, was about 3,500 people. Okay. So graduating high school class was 65-ish okay. students. Yeah. So yeah. small, yeah.
0: Awesome. Yep. I grew up in a town of 200. That's why I always ask. Because some people are like, oh, I grew up in a small town. I'm like, how small? And they're like, oh, 45,000 people. I'm like, that's a that's <laughs> that's, a, 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 that's not a town. It's metropolis. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what part of Ohio? Uh, Iowa yep. uh, or Iowa. I'm sorry. Iowa. That's
2: great. Okay. Eastern Iowa. So, okay. uh, near Iowa city, about three hours west okay. of Chicago.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Awesome. And you both grew up in the same area?
1: No, I grew up just South of Des Moines, more okay. centrally located. And, um, I guess a big town now talking to you, to you guys. Yeah, right? it's a big there town. <laughs> like 7,000, 10,000 people in my town, 130 in my graduating class. Okay. Um, but small compared to where we are now in Austin. Right? Yeah.
0: Orson. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we almost did ministry in, uh, in Des Moines. So it's just oh. fun to think about. It didn't yeah. work out. So, which is totally fine. God knew awesome. what he was doing. So
1: Austin is a much better tropical location. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Moines, right? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of benefits for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And so tell us about like, uh, what do you guys do for a living? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many kids do you have? All that kind of stuff.
2: Yep. Absolutely. So I work uh, in education technology doing uh, technology consulting, basically, uh, I've worked with higher education customers as well as right now working with uh, the K-12 school districts.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome.
1: Yeah, and right now I'm working with um, a a technical company here in Austin, a tech company, right? So so cliche. I'm Mm -hmm. a trainer for them, so I teach all of our clients how to use the product. Okay. And primarily online and stuff. But before that, I taught communication studies. I worked at Texas State University as a professor. I've done student affairs, a lot of student leadership stuff. So just a lot of really life-changing work via kind of the field of communication yeah. right mm-hmm. i
0: love it yeah. i love it
2: yeah lisa and i met uh in college okay university okay. university storm Lake, iowa go beavers okay <laughs> <laughs> i love it that's, right. that's right. um and we mostly met because we were involved in a lot of student leadership programs okay um and i think that's sort of how we we got engaged and um, and the rest is good. history, right? And the rest is history, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And then um, once we've been in Austin, we both also went to graduate school and then I focused my time in counseling in higher education, okay. uh, along with Lisa and her master's in communication. So okay. we spent a lot of time with college students in the past, um, yeah. kind of mending them and working with them and going through this topic, the communication, right? Yeah. Kind of a central yeah, awesome. piece of college students too. So <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> yes.
0: And so uh, tell us about your kids.
1: Yes. We have two kids. Ella is 13 and Oliver or Ollie is 10 and they are super fun. They're at really interesting ages, right? They're at those ages where like, we're not making sure they go to the bathroom on time and making sure they have their nap and doing all of that. We are really entered that kind of coaching phase, Mm -hmm. right? Where now they're taking the lead and they're dealing with some big things right middle school as you know that's really good oh is. yes it's my favorite age <laughs> right. actually which god yes. bless you because yes. it is not I, my favorite I love it I, for that. well
0: now i maybe i don't have a middle schooler at home yet so right, it's right. i don't know maybe it will change but I, it's so weird and quirky and it changes like every week but granted yep. they're your they're yours so they yeah. don't come home with me so i don't know maybe i'll not like them when I have them in my house. I don't think that'll be the case. But. I don't
1: yeah. know. I don't know. We're like, I, I've i joked with my cousin who's raised one daughter, right, and three sons already. I'm like, can I send my children to you? And now when yours go to college, you can send them to me. We just <laughs> do the swap back and forth, yeah. right? No, I love it. She, yep. she didn't take me up on it. She's like, no, no. I'm I raised my teenagers. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. And where could people run into you like what, you know, at Austin Oaks church? Like, uh, you know, if they were looking for you guys, like mm-hmm. where, where, we where are you normally at on a Sunday morning?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Generally yep, we attend the 11 o'clock service so you can generally find us there. Yeah. Um, more so recently, Lisa's, you've been volunteering with, uh, um,
1: the children's uh, ministry yeah, you you, yep, you may yeah. know me from my feature films such as ann Kerr. Right?
0: oh i totally oh man it feels like forever ago now oh right. that's right yes, yes. oh yes. all the children's videos that's right all the yep. children's
1: videos <laughs> And I've been doing the children's ministry since Ella was in kindergarten. It's so a little right. mm-hmm. little more than recently, Brian. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But it's been fun. I do the the large groups. I probably know your kids. Your kids probably recognize me if they yeah. come to that 11 o'clock service. And, you know, we fill in for each other all the time. So whether it's 9 o'clock service or whatever service you're at, right, that's where we tend to, or at least I spend a lot of my time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very cool. Well, today we're going to talk about family communication, which is so much more fitting now that I know your guys' education <laughs> background. And so... Uh, so, which is obviously communication is kind of a big deal. And so, mm-hmm. um, I've got a great neighbor, uh, two neighbors in my community actually, who I've had to learn to communicate now they can, um, they're both deaf, they can read lips. So I've had to, i I always love communicating with them. So anyway, just, right. it's just different. So and communication looks differently in every home and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So how does family communication look like specifically for you guys at home right now?
1: Right. That's a great question. Um, well, we have a teenager, so it, at the surface, it might look like there's not a lot <laughs> of communication, right? Yeah. There's not a lot of discussion always as much as like when they're little, right? They're just talking nonstop. We're talking oh, yeah. nonstop. We're doing all the things nonstop. And now as they've grown, um, the communication maybe in a traditional view, right? Mm. The conversations, the quantity, right? Might not be the same as yeah. it was when they were little, Certainly the quality is not right. Sometimes the quality mm-hmm. is like, Ooh, okay. We both got a little mad there. We need to back up and retrace that. Yeah. Um, so for us, I think our communication right now, I think has evolved, right? Mm. It looks a lot more like active listening, mm. being available. And we really do. The other thing is we talk about communication, right? We talk about how we communicate. We talk a lot about that. Uh, and, you know, nonverbals that we talk about. So we, I think we spend a lot of time talking about how we communicate, right? Communicating about how Mm -hmm. we communicate. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's something that we, you know, mention a lot. And I'm just going to keep going, Brian. One other thing that we talk about is perceptions, right? What's your goal with this communication? What are you communicating by saying this, by not saying this, Mm. by wearing that, by not wearing that, by rolling your eyes, by like all of the things that we're doing that are communicating? We really talk a lot about. What we're doing, and then what does that mean to other people? How would you interpret that? So, I think that's one of the things that communication looks like mm-hmm. in our house. It's right. a lot of talking about talking, right? right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and I really like the way that you asked the question, too. How does communication look in our house right now? Yeah. Uh, because it really, for us, has evolved quickly in the past couple of years with, yeah. you know, moving into having a teenager. Yeah. Because it definitely. We drastically noticed that change all of a sudden, What maybe a year or two ago, Mm -hmm. um, our oldest, she just wanted to be in her room all the time by Mm -hmm. herself. Right. So we definitely had to figure out, Okay, well, how are we going to engage this relationship now differently than we did in the past? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been a big key factor. And then our youngest is the verbal loud one. Oh my gosh. So yeah. <laughs> if we have, I feel like we have one of each extreme.
0: Is that why your oldest wants to be in her room by herself too?
1: Probably. Exactly. the truth. <laughs> Right? She's like, She's Mom, not saying it. Have yeah. You, have you heard this kid? I'm like, yes, can I come in your room with you? I'll just sit quietly in the corner. Yeah. And uh, we just did a long road trip. And those two examples, like, Oh my word. It was insane. Right. We have one kid running his mouth nonstop, just like, and not even hours talking. Mm-hmm. Just making noise to make noise. <laughs> Just sounds oh, in the car. I love it. And then our, um, your brother stroke of genius gifted our daughter with some AirPods for Christmas. Right. And he was like, this either is going to go really well or really bad. I don't know what mom and dad are going to say. And she was like, I love that aunt and uncle. Thank God they gave me these. Cause now I don't have to listen to him in the car for <laughs> right. 12 yeah. hours.
0: Yep. Yeah. The noise canceling feature is nice. <coughs> yeah. I'm yeah. not so,
1: going to lie. I bought earplugs at, at a stop that we made along the way. I'm like, I'm going to buy these earplugs for a little bit. Just, just have some <laughs> yep. silence.
0: Has that been hard to like the, cause we're in that phase right now. Like yep. my African just want to talk, 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 talk. And I'm like, sweetie, you need to talk with purpose. Like, who are you talking to right now? Oh. Uh, and I'm like, then you need to please be quiet. Like you can't just sit there and blabble on for 20 minutes. <laughs> like, Oops. and so we're just, and into that, but the transition, like for your daughter, like wanting to kind of hide away in the room, how was it? Was that hard for you guys?
2: Yes, it was. It was very hard it was. Um, because it, it went from this time period where she would come home and we'd, we'd have the hugs. And, yeah. You know, yeah. it seemed like she was still a little kid. And then all of a sudden it literally seemed like one day switched. Yeah. And she would move up to her room and it's like, and we we... got
1: the, Oh, don't touch me. I don't want to hug.
2: right. Yeah. And so it it almost impacted like, did we do something wrong? Did we say something? Yeah. Um, And then we're kind of like, Oh, well no, this is probably, you know, fades in into the teenage years. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's
1: all natural, right? It's important for her to establish that independence and to begin the process of separating who she is apart from us. Like that is important and natural and we need to support that. Mm -hmm. At the same time, she's not in a room on technology by herself. Like that's not okay. Yeah. She's not, you know, doing this. So we do we did have to brainstorm what are the rules and parameters that we need to put on this to be safe and to be in an environment where yeah. we all know what's expected, but yeah, mm-hmm. we also still need to have time for connection. Yeah. And that's important. Mm-hmm. And that has to look different now that you are a different age and you have different yeah. priorities. It has to look different. It has to grow and change. And it's on us to do it. She's not going to, she's gonna be like, don't talk to me, please. I'm fine.
0: Yep. Mm. I, I would agree very much. <laughs> if you don't mind, uh, what kind of goals and parameters do you give? Cause for us, it's super easy. It's like, Hey, go to your room and play. Cause they're six and younger, you know, and there's no technology. There's none of that to do. De- I mean, they, I mean, they could turn the TV on, but we don't, I mean, we don't let them do that. And so, so what were some of the rules like guiding, you know, that you guys had for that if she's going to be in her room?
1: Right. I think one of the things is that if she's in there by herself, the door doesn't need to be closed. Her room is at the end of a hall around a corner. Like she doesn't need that door closed yeah. and we have access to her room at any time. Like we, like when we, we also gave her a phone, you know, this year. And so, um, one of the things that our kids both learned this year with COVID and having their laptops from the school and having to do things online is that nothing, nothing you do is private.
0: Yeah. Absolutely
1: nothing. So yeah. whatever you do on this computer, on this phone or in life, everyone sees and everyone has access to it. And so when we gave her the phone, we actually drafted like this letter, full yeah. full page letter bullet, bullet point. really, and a contract. Mm-hmm. I would love to see this. Rules. I
0: need to, <laughs> I need, I would love to see this actually. This be awesome. right?
1: It was a yes. contract. And the first thing that was like, this is my phone, me, yeah. mom and dad, this is our phone. We yeah. have access to it at all times. Nothing you do is private. Absolutely nothing. And she had, gosh, this is so mean she hated this. She had to initial each Heck yeah! Item, mm-hmm. each line. I love it. And then she had to sign it, and she did not want to. And we're like, that's fine. You don't have to. You do not have yep. to sign this contract totally well, fine. You turn the phone. Yeah. Take the No phone. problem. No worries. You choose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm assuming uh, she initialed <laughs> all of them she eventually. Sure
1: yeah, you with know, time. Yeah.
2: It
0: took about a day or two.
1: Okay. <laughs> She's going to hate us, but she actually did write, like, I don't agree with this. This is not fair. And so she gave us her feedback. Yeah. Which I... Noted, s- you know. Noted. Yep. Thank noted. you. <laughs> so I, you know, we went back and talked about it. Like, I understand this is hard, right? Yeah. But this is an important part of how it's starting this technology thing, right? Yeah. Nothing you do is private. you got to think smart. And one of the things, so we did some research and um one of the, bullet items right was about photographs all right she is in middle school and middle schoolers are sending nudes oh, to each other yes right? they, they are. are sending naked pictures yes they are and we were like the um, i remember she was appalled that that was even in the contract <laughs> that it was like i will not send yeah. naked pictures of myself or any pictures that might be right. construed as naked yeah Nor will I, and if I receive any, I will let you know immediately. This is awesome. (laughs) She was like, Why would this be in here? I'm like, Let's talk about that. That That's a great question. Yeah. Like, you
2: might not think to do that now, but (laughs) two years from now, that might become a scenario. Yeah.
1: And who's, who's, like, it is happening. It is happening. Oh, yes, it is. Big time. At at a young, at a yay, at an age far younger than we want to admit. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, I know you're only 13, and (laughs) I know you probably aren't doing this. But I don't know all of what all your friends are doing. And I know people at your school. I know people in this neighborhood are doing this yeah
0: yeah absolutely yep. the, where'd you guys get the idea to do this contract
1: the internet you just
0: like googled <laughs> like how to, how to sh- sh- give my kid a phone and a con like I'm just curious like I have never heard of anybody doing this and I think this is awesome oh, no, it, <laughs> like this is gold just from this one <laughs> right, thing I'm, yeah. I'm going down this tangent here right, I'm like right, loving it right. well
2: no absolutely I mean and the idea behind it, it I think it originally came from one of my co-workers okay. that, mm, um, mm-hmm. she was a few years ahead of me uh, her girl she has twin daughters that were a couple years older so they okay. were kind of in that phase and so yeah they did it and so she kind of told me about it um and i thought you know that is a great idea one not just to have it like written down on a piece of paper yeah, yeah. but we're gonna talk through all of these yeah. things mm-hmm. and set oh, those yeah. expectations up front that was really the main i think idea and right. purpose behind yeah. it and like we're not just gonna hand this over to you and
0: for sure free and like rain.
1: speak the rules into the universe Like, right. no these yeah. are the expectations mm-hmm. they are clear and the like there's a whole addendum that has like the consequences, right? Like, okay, first violation is this, second is this, third is this. We've never really had to use that yeah, because we went through those expectations very clearly.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, so much value in just going, even mention, even though she, the idea of sending or receiving a nude mm-hmm. to her is like, oh my gosh, but right. you're right. It's not, it's not that's not, that's not the case, you know? Mm-hmm. Next year. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. And did, did that somehow give her ideas? Eh, probably not. No. But, but it, but it, go, just going through that list itself, oh man, I see so much right. value in that. That's awesome. Right.
2: Can yep. Come on. I was just going to say, and I think we've always been honest in a lot of our communication. Like, we, Don't want to hide and not tell her, hey, guess what? A bunch of middle schoolers and high schoolers send nudes to each other. Yeah. I mean, we're going to tell her that because (laughs) she'll probably be confronted with it someday, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe she won't, but.
1: But in talking about it, we prepare her for mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And that can open the door to some really rich conversation as to why that's not something that we value. Right. As a Christian, why is that not something we're going to do? But also let's talk about the dangers that that gets you into. Oh, and yeah. Let's talk mm-hmm. about sex trafficking because those are the next steps.
0: Oh, yes. And that is not a far step yeah. At, yeah. All. Oh, I, at all. I oh, mean, I could I could go off like, oh, yeah. Anyway, Right? It, I, right? Yeah. Totally agree.
1: Nope. So we're not gonna give her like and I we were reading about it and one of the analogies that really spoke home is like, you don't send your kid out alone in the world by themselves without any instructions, right? You don't just say, Okay, yeah, I'll drop you off here in the middle of Austin and hope you get home. Yeah. Why would we give her this tool that allows her to communicate to anyone in the world yeah. without rules? Now yeah. we did all the safeguarding that we could to the phone itself, but I mean middle schoolers they're innate with technology. Yes, they are. They figure they're going to circumvent way. everything. Yeah. And so we just set it all up ahead of time. And I was like, this is my phone. Please yeah. don't mess with it. Or you yeah. know, you, you're allowed to use it. <laughs> I
0: love it. Oh, I love it. I assume like communication has developed over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what caused this to be a value for you guys? Cause I, I've heard, you know, I usually take what students tell me and I cut it in half Mm -hmm. and I'm like, it's probably half true. Right. Like, and that's just a rule of thumb that has just seemed to work very well in my interaction with students. But they often bring up like, well, my mom like is hard to talk to or my dad is hard to talk to. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so just the communication piece seems to be missing, not in every home, but but in in many families to an extent. And so why is this, uh, a value to you guys other than the fact that you have to like you know
1: right. speak to your kids <laughs> right, right.
0: and your spouse and the, outside of the obvious here you know to get dinner and snacks right. and right. anyway
1: well I'll, I'll go because um i think in my home it was not a value okay and um as a result communication is how we build and maintain relationships and if it's not a value well, then is a the relationship really a value? Mm. Right. And so I really saw firsthand what that did to the relationship I have with my own parents. Right. Or, or the lack thereof. Yeah. And even with like extended family, all that, like I know these people, they don't know me. Yeah. We don't have a relationship. Yeah. Right. And so um, in studying it. Uh, the, f- the entire field, there's so much within this entire field, right? People go on and get their master's and doctorates in specific areas. Like family communication is an entire field of mm. study that we could teach. I could teach, you know, classes upon classes of it. And so there's so much in, within the field. Within, it's so nuanced and it's so particular. And it, the impacts are so important. Mm. And we know... From looking at the Bible, right? The word is so important. In the beginning was the word. It was all yeah. built on a word. It's all built on this communicative act. And so communication is how we orchestrate our relationships. It's how we build them. It's how we maintain them. It's how we build a relationship with God. It's how we hear, from, right? It's all communication. Mm-hmm. And so I just really fell in love with it, Um You know, from doing debate team and doing public speaking and all of that, I was like, this is awesome stuff. And then really getting into it and finding this has some really serious impacts. And the way we communicate, I would always tell my class, we can change your life. The way that you speak to people and the way that you listen, more importantly, the way you listen, really. Yeah. Can give you clues to the relationship, the state, the health of the relationship, where a relationship might be going based on how you talk to each other. Yeah. And you can use it to manipulate, right? And manipulate can be good or bad. Just change the environment. Um, If you're in a relationship you shouldn't be in, you can manipulate your communication to back yourself out. Mm. Or you can accelerate or deaccelerate a relationship, right? Um, There's a lot that you can do with it um, from solving conflict, anything. But it's just, it's the crux of all that we do Mm. is communication. You cannot not communicate. You can't. You can choose not to say anything, but your silence speaks volumes. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yep. yes, it does.
2: And I would probably say I probably value communication in our family one mostly because thinking of it from a tactical standpoint, I want to have conversations with with our children about things in life, like how do you process. Um, Like social events that happen in the world, school shootings, how are you processing that? You know, how are you thinking through, um, I need to solve a problem, that kind of process. So, and I think the last one would probably just be having a trusted source for them to go to, to talk to somebody about anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And and within my family growing up, we did have some conversations, but in some point in cases, topics were off the table. Mm. What Like what? uh well, sex in general okay yep. like that was we're nice. not going
0: to talk about it like you got questions eh, sorry bro yeah, like
2: it wasn't even a uh you could probably have asked the question but it was seemed definitely taboo to bring okay. the topic up. okay okay yep.
0: Yep. which i'm assuming which was probably why you never brought it up
2: probably exactly yep exactly yeah. so you know i wanted to have lots of opportunity for them to have over the course of time yeah. feel that they could ask any question because we've you know, or we've talked through various scenarios in the past, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, in a way, brought up conversations to kind of uh, what do I want to say? Start kind of picking at some of those yeah. topics, yeah. Um, preparing nonchalantly, them kind of preparing of for them, it, yeah. yeah, judging so what they know, yep. yeah, that yep. kind of stuff. Because I think in the end, you know, we're only with our kids for such a short period of their lifespan—nine hundred thirty-six right? weeks. It's right. ridiculous Unreal. when you break it down. I, I hate that I know the answer. <laughs> right? to that. I know. So we just like Lisa said are the, to us that communication piece is the relationship yeah, yeah. Um, and, and sure. so that's a vastly important to us mm-hmm. in our household yeah mm-hmm.
1: and just as an example like when i was growing up well, i didn't communicate and when i got into trouble oh i just hit it i figured my own way out mm-hmm. of it which in a way made me very resilient right yeah mm-hmm. but also being a great liar mm-hmm. like oh oh my mom would be like oh i knew when you were lying to me i'm like you didn't you didn't know nothing you didn't know when i was lying to you mom you think you did but you don't try right. uh-huh. Still, still to this day, you don't know. That's right? so
0: funny. Oh, man. <laughs> what what worked re- has worked really well for you guys and your family with communication? And what just was like, uh, this did not go well at all?
2: Oh boy. Yeah. Oh
1: man. I think there's probably a lot of examples of what didn't go well. Please, mm. by no means, think that we do this right every time. We do not oh, have it figured no. it out. Don't no. worry. I don't think uh, that at all. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that right. sorry. Um, oh, one of Oliver's teachers, when we were working through all of his ADHD and all this stuff, and she was like, What do you do at home that works? And I was like, Oh, are you, I'm sorry. Are you under the impression that I can get him to do anything? No, no, no. What do <laughs> yeah. you do, the expert right. get that works? So I think some things that have gone well haven't gone well for us. Anytime that we're coming to them from an emotional place, mm. right? When I'm reacting to something, I'm not reacting well. And they know. Yeah. Um, we were asking the kids this question tonight too. And so one of the things that Ella told us tonight is when Brian and I are having a side conversation and she comes around the corner, she's just inherently nosy. And she'll be like, what are you guys talking about? And it's maybe not something we want to talk to her about. And we're just like, Nothing. And she was like, well, it's obviously something. <laughs> you're talking. What, what you talking. what do you mean about? it's nothing? Why can't I know? And that we didn't know that that like, set her off hmm. into this thing. You know, should have known a 13-year-old girl because you're be like, oh, are you talking about me? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, are, am I in trouble? Is right. there something going on? And it would set off her anxiety. She's
0: creating the narrative it's that it's doesn't it's exist. That doesn't yes, exist, yes, correct. So. Fascinating. Writing, right? Fascinating. She's
1: writing this own narrative. And so she told us that tonight. And I was like, oh. Ella. like we were like, oh, we're so sorry. What we mean is, it's not your concern, or it's not either. It's not a big deal. We don't feel the need to include you in it, or it's yeah. private. And she was like, "Well, just tell me that. Don't just, tell me it's nothing. When just, it's obviously just, something.
2: Right? Just say it's a private conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, oh, I was like, all the time. Okay. All we had to say was it's a private a conversation.
0: conversation. That's yeah. so funny.
2: Yeah. it just, just kind of really speaks to the point of your words matter no. and the specific words you specific choose words. matter yeah. so much. Yeah. And I was like, man, I never thought about just saying it's a private conversation. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Cause my, me, i would be like, Oh, really? What, what else? What are you talking about? <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. She was like, no, that's all I need to know. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> thank you for telling me that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. So that wasn't going well.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think Lisa started, touching on it is the reaction, the initial reaction, yes. um, especially with our youngest who's super active yeah. and he goes from his making a decision from point A to point B in 0.1 seconds. Yeah. Um, and so mm-hmm. when he makes a mistake, we immediately, I think, jump to a conclusion, hmm. um, yeah. and then maybe start berating and,
1: or it comes like, across as that, even though that's not our right. intention, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he, we didn't realize because he's so funny, because he's so positive and so goofy that, oh, he really takes our words very personally. Mm. And we didn't know how easy it was to hurt his heart and to hurt him. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know, buddy. Mm. Some teacher asked him years ago, he was goofing off, being a fool. And she said to him and some other kids like, oh, were you raised in a barn? And he was so deeply offended. And he carried that with him hmm. for years until, was it just this year? Probably. Uh, I told him, I was like, bro, Jesus was born in a barn. What are you worried about? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's a big do. <laughs> oh, that's
0: so funny. Oh, fascinating, fascinating. How does communication help keep you guys focused on Christ? Um,
1: well... It's hard, right? How does anything keep you focused on Christ, yeah. right? I think um, communication, when you're thinking about it, right, you're controlling your tongue, which God has called us to do. Yeah. You're guarding your words. You are, um, it requires for me a lot of self-control. When I'm not in control mm-hmm. of my tongue, I will say things I should not have said, yeah. I should not be saying, I will yell as the first thing, or my son won't hear the 10 nice things, times that I've asked him to do something, right? And I'll yell at him or I'll swear at him or something that I shouldn't do that I'll just do. Um, So when I am focused on Christ, my communication sounds like it, right? Yeah. So if I pause and hear the communication within my house and how we're all snapping at each other or our words are short and they're curt or where there's no communication, like, ooh, something's wrong. Not just with our kids, but something else deeper is wrong. Yeah. So... It reminds me, I listen to how we talk to each other mm-hmm. or don't talk to each other and pray and think and meditate on it and get my heart right and then my words follow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, when we talk with one another and we communicate, um, how are we showing love to each other, right? Mm-hmm. What are the words specifically that we choose um, that helps us stay focused on Christ mm-hmm. um, and Jesus? And, uh, you know, we constantly... Um, interject with the children sometimes when they pick specific <laughs> words. I'm like, no, no, don't say uh, that. Yeah. Um, w-
0: w- like, what would be a word know, that man. you would? In- I'm intrigued here. I knew you were going
2: to ask that. Because,
0: um, <laughs> like, some families are yeah. like, the word crap is like a, like, almost like a cuss word. And I, and I don't like that. Sure. Even saying that, like, out right? loud, yeah. it feels, right. I feel more dirty just saying, I don't know. Just, it's <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah. There's, yep. I mean,
1: the big swear words, right? Yeah. And even the little ones, but we don't say, like, like
2: or like you idiot, you know we hear yeah. that a lot, yeah. right? Calling. Right, yeah. Especially when the the they're going at each other and the picking begins between yeah. the two of them, right?
1: Uh, uh, that happens uh, but a lot recently, people. talking about race and culture, and how we don't refer to people by their race or culture, hmm. but we use language that recognizes the person. So we went on this uh, trip over Christmas. We drove to the Grand Canyon up through the Navajo Nation, and we made a very clear point not to say we were on. A Indian reservation. We were in the Navajo Nation. We were speaking with individuals who were Navajo, right? Like they were not Native Americans. They were not um, whatever they were, right? Like we were very intentional of that. And we were also very intentional just when we talk about um, the indigenous people of our area, right? That we're, we're using language that it's not to be non offensive, but it's to recognize the personhood that this person Mm -hmm. has, and to try to choose labels, right, that our society has that are broken because we're all broken, but to choose a label that that group or that individual has said, no, this is what I am, this is what God has made me to be, and to use that because it's important to them, and that communicates love, and that's our ultimate goal. And so I think that's maybe one example about how we try to be Mm -hmm. kind of uh, person. I don't know how we try to be.
2: Yeah, purposeful. Yeah, purposeful. I mean, definitely one of the scenarios I can think of in my head is that, you know, let's say that one of them called each other an idiot, like, um, you know, like, you dumb idiot. You know, that has definitely <laughs> yeah. come out of our I've heard that a before. few <laughs> times from students, so, <laughs> right, you yeah. know. Yeah. Probably said it a few times. Yeah, yeah um, and we, we've, you know, kind of talked about this before, about how words matter. Yeah. Um, and so we, I don't know if it's a good practice or not, but we have them refocus and switch it to a more... Christ-loving centered words, you know, use, go ahead.
1: I was going to say when they were little, if they were fighting and they were getting in in at each other and we were just like having a rough morning, you would often be at work already. Right. And they were having this rough morning. I'd be like, stop, Oliver, you have said so many mean things about your sister right now. I want you to name five things that you like about her and you know, whatever, how old he was, like two or three things. And then Ella, you go, Say say something that you like about him. And I would always say, I'll go first. I'll say something nice about Oliver. We would stand in a circle, right, sometimes. Sometimes holding hands, sometimes not, whatever they wanted. And I would just say, Oliver, you, this is who you are, and I love you for it. Oh, this is who, what I love about you. And then we would make them say something. That, and it would just yeah. uh, reset everyone. And, you know, we'd have a much better day. Mm-hmm. Or at least start of a day until the next sure. fight or whatever right. it was.
0: Yeah. I I was at a chapel at Veritas. I teach a leadership class and um, the speaker was giving an example of how like a family in the school that she heard of where like when their kids were arguing, they would have them put on this one huge sweater and walk (laughs) around the block.
1: Oh no. And
0: I'm like, I need to do that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But then... I mean, it sounds funny, but that almost becomes punitive and can build resent, resentment, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I, we chose that. You know, We would talk about, you know, I'm going to make you sit on the stairs and hold hands. Well, my son would be like, yes, please. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I do not like to be touched. Could we not do this? But when you hear someone tell you sincerely what they appreciate about you, it yeah. changes your heart. Yeah, it pulls down those walls. And that, I, I mean... I would be mad at those kids too. I'd be like, listen, I've told you to put your shoes on 18 times and it is time to go, I have an appointment now. I'm mad. Yeah. And, you know, Ella has suggested like, oh, we need, we need to say something nice about each other. Cause the last thing we wanted to do is send everyone out the door mad. Yeah. And when we've done it, I have felt myself and like, oh, you guys are good kids. I <laughs> like you. Yeah. I guess Aww, we'll keep you, well, I'll keep you around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs>
0: what areas of your life have you seen God work because of your desire to be on the same page and to communicate with each other?
1: Mm-hmm. Gosh, this is a tough one. I think, um, I mean, you can look and see God's work everywhere, right? But I think particularly when I look at where my kids are today, the ages that they are, and where I was when I was their age and the relationship I had with my parents, with my peers, I think they're in a much different, hopefully better place. Uh, Certainly, I've seen God open doors for us to have really deep, important conversations about their mental health, about their love for each other, about their place in God's world, about their worth and their value that had we not really valued open, honest communication all along, Who's to know where they would be, yeah. right? Um, the, the suicide rates for middle schoolers are terrifying.
0: Yes, they're very, very, very high.
1: And we don't talk about that often enough, right? How mental health is so important and it's hidden, especially in our children. I mean, we know what's going on, mm. but they can hide it really, really well. Yeah. And so I think God has really opened the doors to get our kids help mm-hmm. when they've needed it when it's been beyond what we can provide. And we can be like, all right, it's time to do X, Y, and Z now Um, because we've tried different things, right? So we've, you know, been able to get kids counseling when they needed it, um, interventions as they've needed. And that's been a, you know, it's a great blessing, right, to have your kids Mm -hmm. here still, right? Yeah, and That's been really important uh, to be able to provide those early interventions when they've needed
0: it. Yeah. Even today as a grown man, there's the – there's very few times I've ever asked my mom a serious conversation, a question, and she, like, genuinely answered it. So I would, without a doubt, even as a grown man, say, my mom, like, growing up and even today, like, does not mm-hmm. communicate very well. I mean, I could ask somewhat hard questions, and she mm-hmm. won't answer. And I'm like, you're a grown adult.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm like,
0: yeah. like, we're not in middle school anymore. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be like, just answer the question. Right. Like right. I'm, I'm like I don't, I don't have any expectation, other than it would be nice if you just answer the question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so even in my my family's all that way, and so they they hide from conflict. Yes, mm-hmm. and don't so. And I mean, I had extreme examples growing up. Lots of right physical abuse and just I mean crazy crazy stuff. And mm-hmm. the next day you acted like nothing ever happened. Of course. Right, like mm-hmm. and I'm like. This is, uh, so now as an adult, I'm like, this is dumb.
1: Right. Like I'm (laughs) I'm not living my life like this. I'm
0: like, yeah. So I'm like, you guys can do that, but we are not. Am I, am I. My household is the only one I can control. Yeah. We are not doing that. Right. And so,
1: and that's a gift, right? That, I mean, Pastor Brandon was just talking this weekend like, he who began a good work will complete it. Like, yeah. that moment when you realize this is not okay. This is not right. This is not what we should be doing. That's a that good work that God's creating to pull you close to him yeah. and to break that. Um, we just talked in our small group generational sin, right? To break that. And it's empowering. It's amazing to see how God has used, like, oh, I like to talk to people, so I'm going to study communication <laughs> right. and find yeah. someone else who likes communication. So then we change how we communicate and like, oh, wow, we've actually, re- like, God used this incredibly, right? Yeah, that's
2: awesome. Yeah, yeah and really the communication within our house, it, not just our house alone, but all of the people that help impact our kids and interact so even the whole church community or a small group or close friends um, that their communication has a huge impact I think on our kids and how we interact and -hmm. work with others and like the scenario I can think of that I can see how Christ has really worked through our youngest is he is an outgoing individual he can talk to anybody the wall even the wall. Like he'll he, just he can talk to the that wall guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he can talk in the back seat of a car on a four-hour drive by himself non-stop yeah so yes. but anyway uh he is such he's been a great tool and the things that mm-hmm. he's learned in church and sunday school and through our conversations is that he opens up conversations with his friends seven eight nine ten year old friends that are neighbors yeah and brings up are you a believer yeah. Um, and it's not something that he's afraid to bring up, mm-hmm. um, and I'm hoping that that's just part of you know, bringing in everything he's observing and all of these particles yeah. of Sunday school and things we discuss, um, yeah. but he's not afraid to talk about it, and he's open and honest with his friends, and so his friends have, have even come to us and have asked, well, I'm not a believer. Mm-hmm. Am I going to go to hell?
1: Oh yeah. That um, was a fun sleepover yeah, night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Oh boy. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. You're supposed to be sleeping and we're going to go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, um, so I think, you know, come kind of to that point is, um, I can really see Christ working in our youngest in mm-hmm. that regard because we'll talk with him about anything. Yeah. He asked a question. We'll give him an honest answer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there a question that your teenagers and kids could ask you that you would genuinely not answer?
1: I mean, we haven't told them like how much we make, right? Like a, a financial, yeah. like an exact True. number. Cause they're going to blab it. Right. Yeah. And that's not, that's private. Yeah. But no, there's not a question that they could ask that we would not answer. And we've really tried to instill that when they were babies, right? When they were little and we realized we recognized it at Christmas time when we were doing the whole Santa thing. Right. And our kids, we were doing Santa and it wasn't a big deal. We were always like, Oh yeah, this is the story. That's the legend. You know, we tried to like downplay it and our kids asked, We're doing the shoeboxes, right, for time, We were raising there. You know, this is to give kids gifts who don't get gifts. And they're like, well, why doesn't Santa give gifts to everyone? We're like, that's a great question. We need to talk about this. Yeah. Let's tell you why, why we do this. And um, because we realized, we're like, why are we lying to them about this stupid (laughs) legend? Like, how did we start this? Like, this this isn't what we intended. And so we nipped that real quick.
0: See that's what I'm thinking cuz I'm yeah. like don't give that mug the credit for what I did. <laughs> like I'm yes. like uh, anyway that's what's going through my uh, mind. Right. I'm yeah. like uh, I did that. You right. that saying that mug didn't do anything. I did anyway. That's so so my yeah, money. I'm like it's my
1: time. I wrapped right. that. Yeah. Right. Well, and our kid, one of our kids who has a lot of anxiety was like, "You're telling me that this person is coming into our home at night when we don't know? Who else can right. do that?"
0: Yeah. Most of those people get shot when right. you do that,
1: right. you know. Right. Yeah. And she's like, "Uh, what excuse me this this creep knows when i'm awake or asleep why why is he watching me and i was like oh you're right this is weird this is just weird so we had a very open conversation about the santa and um did it in a way that honored that as a cultural celebration that is important it's fun so we're still gonna have all the fun of it um, but we're going to point you to the truth and the truth is Christmas is miraculous in and of itself. Yeah. Right. And so with that, we do answer the questions that they have and they yeah. have a lot of questions and about topics that might make other parents feel like, Ooh. and even me like, we're going to talk about sex again. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to talk about it because you asked the question and I'm going to answer it. Yeah. And My answer is going to depend on your age. For sure. (laughs) And your maturity. Yeah. But um, those conversations, you know, the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing, right? We also communicate without ceasing Mm. uh, because that's what that is. Prayer is a communicative Mm. act, right? So we pray without ceasing. And so if we're going to be like Christ who prays without ceasing, we're going to pray without ceasing, but we're also going to communicate without stopping. So just because the conversation time has ended, conversation can still continue mm. and so we've talked about a lot of things multiple times yeah and just in various levels of depth and breadth mm-hmm. for each kid as they guide the co- as they guide the conversation and so one when, uh, when I was first started teaching right this kid in my class asked a dumb question <laughs> dumb question right, <laughs> and I remember being like oh can't believe you're wasting my time asking this stupid question like how I just answered that like what what are you doing and I was complaining about it to my supervisor uh one of my you know great mentors about this question I'm like can you believe this kid asked this dumb question and he was like Lisa that is incredible that he felt safe enough to ask such a dumb question like that speaks to the environment that you've created and allowed and support. And I was like, Oh, you're right. He's like, how do long do you think he's been wondering that? Mm. Cause it was like such a personal <laughs> question that was off topic. And I was like, Oh, I never, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Right. And even when the kids were in preschool and they went to this Montessori school and the teachers were like, when kids ask questions, we never laugh at them, mm. even if they're silly and funny and uh, fantasize, you know, they're all this crazy stuff. And so we try, we don't always, right to when our kids ask a question, I got to laugh at it. and I'm like, oh, that was a stupid question. Look it up or whatever. I'm like, tell yeah. me more about your question. What do you mean? Yeah. Tell me about that. And try to create a space where they feel safe enough to ask those questions that we certainly didn't feel safe enough asking when we were kids.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. When it comes to the communication with your, you know, kids and teenagers, do you ever, are you okay when they just give you the, you know, cold shoulder, like, you know, because I hear this often, every parent I've ever known has said, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, they eventually get to the point where they don't really communicate with me anymore. And I'm like, well... You are the mom and dad so you kind of yeah. do have a little authority in this right. if right. not all authority right. in this so okay this <laughs> is that's what I say in my mind and right it yeah. just but uh obviously I don't know the dynamics and stuff but I'm always wondering I'm like I wonder what's going to their mind when their kids just yeah mm-hmm. you know and that's all the and they're like that's all I can ever get out of my kid right. Is, right. Eh. and I'm right. like well, did you just stop or like? Anyway, so I'm just right. like, what does that look it's like for you guys?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I kind of started noticing early on, um, I work from home, and so the kids, you know, generally kind of come through the door, throw their bags down, and uh, I start asking questions. How was your day? You know, how was you know all these questions, right? And just kind of rapid fire questions, and they hated it. Hate right? it. Shut down fast. Right. Mm, mm, mm. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grunts. Grunted and you know quickly went around the Talk. corner. To yeah, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> went, to the, went to the pantry to find all the junk food and um you know i was like uh they've probably been on at school all day long yes. and interacting so mm-hmm. i decided i'm just gonna say hi welcome home glad to see you i missed you today um then i go back to what i'm doing mm-hmm. and the thing that i found was and again i don't know it seemed to work so yeah. for now it'll for be now, different next week next yeah. week yeah. right is that um Kind of didn't give them any interaction at first. I let them do their own thing, and the crazy thing was, is forty five minutes or an hour later, all of a sudden they're at the side of my desk asking all these questions mm-hmm. or starting to show me things that they did throughout mm-hmm. the day, mm-hmm. and then that opened up the opportunity for me to start plugging in the yeah. questions.
1: Yeah, because
2: um, oh, go on. Yep. So as I was gonna say, so it. I kind of had to reframe myself mm-hmm. and think, yeah. you know, where are they coming from? And how can I interject in this at a pivotal point? Yeah, right. That That's Want to talk? Yeah. 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 And I think the other thing too, kind of going back to talking about uh, our teenager being up in her room, is we have found kind of not engaging with her most of the night, unfortunately. And then as the night progresses on, um, we spend a lot of time in their rooms at night, um, mm-hmm. whether it's reading or just talking, and then. Um, surprisingly, that's when they start mm-hmm. opening mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. wanting to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just kind of have to find those th-
1: Find the times. Time be periods, available, when yeah, available. be yeah. available when they're available.
2: Be yeah. available when they're available. Because
1: just like me, I don't want to talk to everyone all, all the time. And if I've had a long day at work, the last thing I want to do is walk in the door and be grilled about it. This is the last thing. I'm like, please. Unless you were bringing me a beverage or a snack. Like, I don't need, I don't <laughs> right, need to see right. or hear you, right? <laughs> yeah. um, they're the same, right? And, yeah. and our kids, too, both take some medicine to help them with ADHD. So when they're coming home from school, they're coming off of it. And there are some you know, side effects of that. There are some mental mood swings. There are my favorite is rebound. Hyper hyperactivity. That's a fun one (laughs) when now they're rebounding and they're vibrating and whatnot. But they also are hungry, tired. They're not their best. Like Mm -hmm. they need, they have some real physical needs they have to address and take care of. And then we can communicate because they're communicating with us like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. like I don't want to talk right now. Yeah. And we have to respect that. If we keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, they're going to push us away harder. Mm-hmm. And the door is not going to open again for us to talk to them for a while. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so whether we're just um, around is important because
0: mm-hmm. our
1: presence also communicates, right? Yeah. Our presence speaks like I'm here if you want to talk. If you don't, I'm here, too, because I enjoy your presence. I just like being with you. Yeah. You're a cool kid.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I did find I made the mistake of, you know, trying to pay attention to what each of our kids' interests were. Um, like, what are, what <laughs> that are doesn't sound like reading? a mistake. That sounds great. No, not <laughs> a mistake. Sorry, I did
1: not mean it that way. But
2: uh, in that, uh, our daughter reads a lot of uh, books, and, you know, the themes of those books change. She's a huge reader. And so I just started drilling questions um, to her about what she reading was this about? No, tell me more about this. And she didn't really want to talk about that, so kind of had to find time to go out and find on my own research and mm-hmm. and start pegging that. And Lisa's been really great about reading the same books that Ella is reading at the same time because they're good. She's got right. a good taste in books. I'm like, <laughs> right. oh, these are some great <laughs> books.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. So yeah. let me talk
1: about it, right? Yeah. Having that connection too. Like our son plays. I don't know dumb games like Fortnite. I don't like Fortnite. That oh, was stupid. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. But he loves it. Yeah. So when he talks about it, I try not to have my eyes glaze over. Yeah. Right, and and interject and be like, are you who you know? Are you talking to people? Who are you talking about? Tell me what he knows. But like, let him go off and say things like, "Wow, you really have a lot of fun playing that game." I don't care about the game. I'm not going to say that, but yeah. wow, you and your friend spent a lot of time, how much time, no, wait, how much time did you spend? Or while well, you, you seem like you really enjoyed that. Cause so I'm communicating back to him, his emotions. I can't communicate back to him, the content. I don't, I don't understand the words he's saying. Yeah. Um, but I can see that something is important to him and I can validate that and show that I know about it and I care about it. And nobody did that for me growing up and it made a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so just finding what is it that they're into this week, this month, and where can I engage in that? Is it reading the same books, being in a book club my Mm -hmm. daughter and I do, or is it that Fortnite thing or whatever (laughs) the the other ones are doing or just finding what they're doing?
0: Yeah, for sure. What would you uh, wisdom would you give to parents just in under the umbrella of just communicating as a family and fighting for that communication because you have to fight for it. it I do. mean, if mm-hmm. I mean, you could easily just you know throw your hands up and be like, well, it is what it is, but mm-hmm. you, I mean, like most things spiritually, you've got to fight for it. So,
1: right, you really do. Oh, I mean, we, I mean, you got to pray about it, right? But in prayer, we often talk about or think about us telling God what we need, mm-hmm. us listing the things it's a litany right here's my litany of prayer requests here's what i need we just talk 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 all of the time yeah we treat our kids a lot the same way and if we're not listening to god probably not listening to our children right so when you're praying like i you know and we talk about in church right our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name and just pausing and taking that in Like, wow, you, who you are, God, is amazing. When I look at my kids, who they are, who God has made them to be, Mm. is amazing. And I should really recognize that first and foremost. And then while I might have a message for them, communication is a two-way act. And I need to put all of my stuff aside as the adult. I gotta take everything that's happened to me today, all the filters and I'm, Mm. you know, using and interpreting their messages through And I, as you don't have to put it aside and I need to listen Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and listen for what they're saying, but what they're not saying, yeah, right? And listen to how they're communicating. We call it all all their nonverbal communication, right? How they're saying the words, how they're grunting at us, how they're immediately going to the pantry or whatever. And like, they're communicating with us all of the time. Hmm. Parents and myself included, right? We forget to listen just like we forget to listen to God when he calls us places, we forget to listen to our kids. Mm.
0: Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. How, how is this? Sorry. We're going to go ahead. Nope. Go ahead. Okay. How, how is this uh, be the last question here? How has this helped each of you with your walk with Christ? I mean, cause obviously, you know, uh, if you're married, you don't communicate to each other, well, that we, 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 we know where that leads. That's no, no bueno for anybody. And so, but also like, but how has this helped you with your guys' relationship with Christ as a family and individually, um, as a married couple? Oh gosh.
2: Um, probably I would start individually, you know, early on, when we were first new parents, you know, and maybe a lot of parents go through this as well, is that you're like, how did I ever get to be a person responsible for taking care of this little kid? Right. <laughs> like, well, I, I can tell you how
0: it came up, <laughs> if you yeah, need right. a refresher, oh, no, but had those oh, okay, okay. Okay. Sorry. Please. Our youngest talks about
2: his penis every, oh every day. God, so. <laughs> no, that doesn't stop. It yeah. Okay.
0: I totally get it yeah. because Maverick is not We had Paisley first and the Maverick's like, Oh, I like, gotta say hey, this. He'll, he'll be he'll with. be like, "Daddy, it's big." Yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, he's four, and I'm like, this is funny. It's yes. hilarious. I'm like, this is hilarious. and my wife's like, she's like, I'm like, ah, it's all right, sweetie. It's 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 anyway. Sorry, that it, it was good. that is so funny when well, he said it that. Is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was well, like, uh, oh
1: my gosh, right. I never thought I'd hear that word and he's as what, much like like, as yeah, I And then when his friends come over and they're all, I'm like, wow, I'm gonna leave. I love. it.
0: Yeah, um, it is a part of life. So it, it is. Yeah, true. Got to embrace even, it. I
2: don't even remember where what point. How does
0: that help you with down your down walk there. with Christ? <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I just get, you triggered this in my mind, right. and my bad. Sorry. Glad
2: to know that we're not alone. So
1: right.
0: not you not you alone. are not alone, alone. Yeah. Okay, uh, at all. So good,
2: you're um, But I think I was going down the road of you know we've been entrusted to take care of this mm-hmm. this little kid yeah. and oh, raise them yeah. and give them good values, yeah. and so. I think through my walk and kind of praying and talking to God is like to please give me uh, you know the wisdom the power the courage to have conversations yeah. um I think really the um, the courage and the passion to trust God to help give me the strength to mm. to be a parent every day <laughs> right? yeah. because, oh, man. man, some days are challenging. Right. Yeah. And,
1: and to really humble yourself and be like, Lord, right. I messed that up. I'm going to need you to fix um, that. Myself. Like no I try my best mm-hmm. and it clearly was not good <laughs> yeah. enough. So sorry. So sorry. My yep. bad. yeah Please fix it, Jesus. I right, messed it right. up. <laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs> fix me. Fix that. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and, and really, I think to give myself some forgiveness um, mm. in the process. Because, you know, I've had conversations with Ella where she's had struggles and mm-hmm. um, I try not to give advice or tell her what to do, but help converse through the conversation mm-hmm. with her to get help her get to a ending point. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, you know, I have to be honest, like I could be completely wrong. I don't know if I'm giving you the right advice and be honest and open and mm-hmm. trust that God is going to give us the words we need Yeah, in the moment to, you know help 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 encourage them
1: Yeah. right it's humbling once you have kids you're like "Ooh, oh i was fine on my on my own and now i have these sacred beings right like yeah. the lord of the universe has created this child and like here you raise it i'm like ah, <laughs> ah, ah what um and so i think how we communicate is all h- about how we build and maintain that relationship. And we had to realize from early on, it's not what we want. It's not what we want our children to do. Mm-hmm. It's how do we instill the love for God so that they will want what God wants for them. Yeah. Right. And part of that is instilling a recognition of who God is and who he's created them to be and who he's created everyone around them and that through their words, their communication, they can honor that and that they can then be, you know, an ambassador for Christ. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, cool. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate you guys. That was a fun conversation. And, um, there's so many other questions I, I want to ask now, but I've we'll, so, many things. Uh, so thank you guys That's very, very fun. much for, for having us. for being on. Thanks for joining us today on the House on Fire podcast. Please share this so others can be blessed by the conversation we had today. And we'll see you all next time.